Hi, welcome to the Black TV Show Podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Tomeskin. Happy Mother's Day! Welcome back to the podcast. This is a bonus uh, Mother's Day episode. I'm so happy to be able to talk about this show. Um, and I hope to one day be able to go in depth into the show of girlfriends. Uh, but for Mother's Day, I decided to pick this episode uh, just because I don't. I have no idea why I just picked this episode. There was many other Mother's Day episodes to pick from, but I wanted to use girlfriends, uh, or I wanted to do girlfriends Mother's Day episode. So that's what we're doing. Uh, so the episode that we're going to be doing for this episode is Girlfriends Season 2, Episode 20, My Mother, Myself. This episode aired May 6, 2002. Um, I'm going to like go back and forth within this episode because there was two different storylines and, and one being very small compared to the other part. Uh, and I feel like this was a filler for the episode with William. So will it, this is the beginning of the episode where William runs into Joan's office and says that, you know, guess who's coming uh, for Mother's Day? And of course, when you say that, most people would think your mother. And so Joan says your mother. And William is like, oh, I thought that was uh, thinking that was too obvious. What? If it's Mother's Day, of course you're going to invite your mother. What are you talking about? So then William asks, you will never guess what she is bringing uh, for William. And Joan says, you're blankie. And William was like, that's so silly. It's, it will never be taken off my cowboy bed. And he says, guess again. And Joan was like, I can't. I'm still in shock. And so he says that his mother is bringing a cake. It was a, the way he said it, it was too long. I couldn't catch what he said. So let's listen to what he's what kind of cake she's bringing. My mother is bringing my Aunt Bessie's Pillsbury Bake Off Blue Ribbon 7 Up Cake. And then Joan was like, Oh no, I thought uh, we're gonna get your uncle's sweet potato pie. Oh darn. And here I was looking forward to your Uncle Henry's Johnny Walker Red Label Sweet Potato Pie. And William was like, No. Uh, silly, he, you know, ever since he's gone to rehab, it's not been as good as it used to be. And we end act one right there and the girlfriend's theme song goes off and take a listen. I, I love hearing it. So we're back, and uh, as I said, I'm gonna be talking about William's storyline as it, it's a very small part of the episode. I swear, I think it was a filler for the episode and also a filler for William because he kind of he was not part of the Mother's Day brunch. Uh, he, they just decided to put a filler in another day, and William comes William comes into Joan's office freaking out, and Joan was like, "I gotta be in court in 15 minutes. I can't deal with this." And William says. 
mama I, can't, I have to find mama like she went on a train to chicago accidentally and she has his cake that's all he's thinking about his cake what wouldn't you be thinking about your mother what why why is the cake more important than your mother and so he's like freaking out you know you know she's gonna be changing trains in albuquerque new mexico and you know uh her inner ear is destroyed uh and which is the reason why her sense of direction is bad and like he's worried about the cake i'm sorry no don't don't do that william worry about your mother okay the cake can go you can just throw that out you know and so then we cut to the very end of the episode and uh, this is like after, you know, the credits are going and, you know, he's on the phone driving to uh, find his mother and and uh, he finally sees his mom and uh, he sees his mom, but she's eating the cake and he's like, no, why are you eating the cake? And then that part of the, the storyline is over, so we can skip that over. So we're going to go back to act two. This is right after the theme song where uh, all the girlfriends are at a sushi place for lunch. Um, if you watch season two, they, they're mostly at this Japanese restaurant. And I noticed that within the series, each season, they would be at a specific restaurant. I don't remember what the name was for the first restaurant in season one, but they were there in almost every episode in this episode it's a sushi place and then i think the next episode it's or in the next season it's like i don't even know what kind of cuisine but it's uh a diff they build the set differently it, it's good for you know cheaper for them in terms of building these sets not changing their lunch places but realistically will you go to the same restaurant every week i don't know like for me for me i'm a picky eater so i go to like the go-to places like olive garden you know boston pizza um what else do i go to i can't think of any other olive garden is like my go-to place so you know uh i just noticed that you know in season two they're gonna be at this japanese restaurant for a very long time and so jonah is uh, thinking of going going away to like, catalina uh, for the weekend, and it's an uh, island in California. It's one hour away from LA by ferry. And Lynn was like, I'm in. And Maya was like, no, it's Mother's Day weekend. And Tony was like, it's Mother's Day? I didn't know that. Uh, and Maya was like, yeah, I wouldn't know because I'm a mother. And so Tony was like, oh, okay. And so he, she talks into, I don't know if this was like a cell phone or if this was a tape recorder, but she leaves a note for Shelby and I'm assuming that is her assistant. Uh, to give her mom love in a box. What is love in a box? Um, would that be like flowers and chocolates? Would that be, you know, um, you know, makeup or nail polish or something? Uh, I'm not sure what love in a box is. And so Tony tells my, oh, thank you for letting me know. You know, I almost forgot. And my, I was like, you're, what's, you're sending your mom love in a box that is not right that is so wrong and so joan sends said that she sent her mother to a zen retreat in sedona and maya says you sent your mother away from mother's day what kind of daughter are you and jonah was like the one that uh, spent 500 dollars a day for her mother to have a fireplace and a view of the vortex i'm not sure what she means by the vortex but i understand like to be able to be in tune with nature 
Uh, Lynn <laughs> says that she honors her mom every day. Uh, and she doesn't need a holiday that only exists for greeting card companies. That is true. Mother's Day is a very... Ma let's be honest. Majority of these holidays are very materialistic. Let's talk about this. Mother's Day, you know, you're, you should probably t uh, take her to, uh, you know, a restaurant because, you know, usually back in the day, you know, the men usually didn't cook. At least nowadays, it's changed. Um, you would probably take her to the nail salon, probably get her a massage, probably get, uh, you know, flowers, chocolates. Uh, same with Father's Day, you know, uh, it might not be that necessarily like that, but uh, with Valentine's Day, you know, a lot of chocolates and candles and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, Christmas being like the ultimate materialistic holiday, even though Christmas is a technically a religious holiday, it has become a materialistic holiday. So I agree with Lynn on this, okay? I understand what she's going through with this. Um, and also the fact that, you know, Lynn is always poor and broke. So uh, Joan says to Lynn, you know, uh, so I'm assuming you don't have any money and Lynn was like yeah and my mother understands that <laughs> and so Maya says uh, Tony's um, mother is, lives a couple hours away because she lives in Fresno uh, I didn't even know where Fresno was before watching girlfriends but I found out it's in California and so uh, you know Maya says like why don't you invite her out and Tony's like uh, she loves her mom dearly, but you know, her in LA don't mix. It takes all day for her to get from the airport to your ho her house. What? So I've been to LA twice. Uh, although, you know, my family that lives in LA, they live close to LAX, so it's not that long of a drive. But like to get to one from the airport to up someone's home, it should not take more than an hour. Unless you go during rush hour traffic, which then that, that sucks in general. But so why would it take all day i don't know tony is just you know she's something else we know that she is something else on this show and so uh maya says uh since y'all want to disrespect your mothers at least you should honor the mother among you so basically she's talking about herself she's like might as well celebrate me you know and joan was like we would like to honor you but you spend mother's day with your family and maya was like oh so all of a sudden we're not family you know, for me, some of my friends, I feel like they are family to me. You know, I always go to them for things. You know, we celebrate a lot of celebrations together. So I would consider some of my friends family. And so Joan says, oh, okay, uh, why don't we have a brunch at my house Sunday? And Maya was like, I can't stay long. I got family. Maya, that just defeats the purpose. They literally told you that you spent... They that we know that you spend Mother's Day with your family and that's why they don't celebrate you but yet you're now saying that you can't stay long? I don't understand this. Maya, we cut to being at Maya's mother's house uh, where she goes with uh, Jabari and Darnell and she has a key to the house so she's able to get in and Maya looks for her mother because she needs her mother to babysit Jabari while they go out to watch a movie. And so she's looking, looking, looking and finally finds her mother having sex with Earl. Um, that is so embarrassing, like, to see that, like, I, I, I don't know what I, how would I feel if that happened to me. That would, ooh, that, that's the worst thing to see. So right away, Maya was like, oh no, oh, like, I can't even say how, what she says. I love Maya, she, I love, gold, I, my dream of mine is to have Golden on, on the show, on this podcast, to talk about girlfriends, because she, she is how do I say it? She's 
so under the radar with like the amount of acting she's done like she she she's a pivotal person of this show and you know she, i love her how she is so ghetto but you know so smart uh, and a strong woman uh, you know for someone that you know got pregnant when she was 16 to being who she is by the time we finish the series it just amazed me and there's so many women out there that are similar to Maya's situation and so uh, listen to what uh Maya says. Maya asks her mom, like, what are you doing? And her mom says, what are you doing walking into my house? And Earl comes into the room and Maya says she wants to talk to her mom alone. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll get your mother iced tea. And he even offered Maya iced tea. And she's like, no, I'm good. And Maya says, you know, it's her business to know her mother's business. Not necessarily, no. That's not... You don't need to know everything. And so her mom says that, you know, her business... It's her business and Maya needs to go so that they can finish round three. That is so disgusting to hear. Your mother say that to you? Like, and I understand Maya's feeling. She's just like, I did not need to hear that. And her mom, uh, like, says, you know, you need to give me some notice before you want me to babysit. And Earl uh, comes randomly and asks, like, where's the whipped cream? And Maya was just like, ew, ew. And she just, like, leaves. And it's the next day, and Tony is uh, sleeping. It's in the morning time, and she hears her mother's voice. And she thinks that she's in a dream. All of a sudden, she noticed that her mom is actually in her apartment. It is Veretta Childs. And who is playing Veretta Childs? It's Queen Jennifer Lewis playing Veretta Childs. And, uh, you know, she comes and basically is like yelling. <laughs> I swear. If I, if, if I had a mother that was as loud as Veretta, whoo, I, you know, I don't know how to handle that. And she tells Tony, it's almost 7 a.m. 7? You know, what if she was working late like let her sleep girl you know and tony was like what are you doing in my place and Veretta's like well i heard about joan's mother's day brunch and tony was like what <laughs> like like she didn't know like how did she hear about it um and tony tries to apologize for not letting her know because Veretta was like why didn't you tell me and so tony uh, says like that you know her mom is breaking and entering Although, you know, her mom got the spare key to the place from her, uh, Tony's father and the phone rings and or before the phone rings, uh, Veretta calls Tony out for sleeping without a bra and she was she straight up says, you know, they're perking now, but by the time you're 35, they will be sagging like nobody's business. And like Tony's just like, I'm just trying to sleep. I'm just trying to sleep. And so the phone rings and Tony's dad uh, calls and Tony tells her dad, you know, the spare key was only for you. And like Veretta is overhearing and she takes the phone and she starts using her loud voice while she's talking and Tony's just trying to sleep. Girl, hand me that phone. I'll be running up a long distance. (laughs) What's the matter, Eugene? Lollygagging in bed, brawling. Lazy as ever. 
Lord, that go my stomach. Eugene, I gotta go. Hang that up, girl. Come on, we're going to I. And Bretta, like, calls her lazy. And finally, Bretta's like, uh, tells Tony, like, we need to go to IHOP. Up. So, so ghetto right there. Um, not saying IHOP is ghetto, but I'm just like, so typical. And Tony's just mad. And we uh, cut to Joan's office, and Tony's in there mad at her, you know, for her mother finding out about Joan's Mother's Day brunch. And Joan was like, oh, she must have found out from my mother, you know, I gave her a phone card, uh, you know, and when she was at the Zen retreat, she was calling everyone in Fresno. And Jonas says, like, I'm sorry about that. And so Maya comes in mad and she was like, do you know who else is coming to your uh, Mother's Day brunch? Earl. Uh, And you know what he likes to eat? Whipped cream. And you know where he likes to eat it? On my mama. (laughs) And Joan and Tony were like, oh no, what? You know, they just want all the tea. So Maya says that she saw her mother getting her freak on and she's so sad about it. And Joan and Tony are so, like, shocked and surprised. And Tony says, like, laughing, like, that her parents don't have sex. Joan points out, uh, you know, you have, uh, six brothers and sister. And Tony's like, she says it again, they don't have sex. And, like, she's in denial, basically. And Maya says, uh, she can deal with her mother having sex, but uh, she doesn't want to see it happening. And she can't deal with it, uh, that... You know, she, she has to give notice to her, her mom to watch Jabari. And Joan says, that's reasonable. And Lynn comes in and t- talks to Joan saying, how long does it take for for someone to give you a notice of eviction? Because apparently Lynn's getting evicted. And I was like, you know, my mother wants uh, t- for you to pay rent on time. She's no, no joke about it. And Lynn was like, I do pay my rent on time. The reason why I'm being evicted is because... Her mom is selling the house and moving to San Bernardino with Earl. And Maya did not know. And everyone was like, ooh, not good. And so, we, so we're so we into Act 3 and we're at um, the, you know, Maya's mom's house. I don't know if they ever say her first name. I never got, I, so I'm just going to keep referring to her as Maya's mom. And so Jabari is there um, with some other kid. And Maya comes knocking and Jabari opens the door and says like, why are you, like, did you lose your key? And uh, Maya was like, no, I'm just respecting your grandmother's privacy. And, you know, uh, her mom comes and says, like, thank you. And so Jabari goes away to get ready to go. And there's a white girl watching TV and we find out that is Earl's granddaughter. So I'm assuming Earl's kid uh, married a white person because the, the child is like full on white and the child calls uh, Maya's mom grandma and Maya was like you only have one grandchild uh, and that is Jabari and Maya brings up the, um, like why so I heard you're moving and her mom was like yeah I was gonna tell you tonight and Maya was like how can you be doing this you know so her mom is planning to sell the house um, and it was hard for her to tell Maya about it and Maya like doesn't like Earl. She's just like so over it. Like she's like no. Her mom says like he gives her lots of support. Like and so Maya was like like I need you. Like why like why do you need to go? And her mom says like you have lots of supports with like your friends, your husband, and her mother needs uh, like Maya to sign some papers to sell the house because apparently um, when 
it came to her house, um, it was under Maya's name just in case if her mother passed away. And so basically she can't sell the house unless Maya signs the papers. And Maya was like, oh, well, then I'm not signing. And she, she walks away and leaves. So Maya's mom tells her, you know, I am young. Uh, I can have another daughter, but I, for you, you can't get another mother. So you need, like, basically respect me as a mother. And Maya leaves and Jabari tells grandma, uh, grandma that she will talk to Maya about it and they leave. So we're back at the store. Japanese restaurant where they're having sushi and Lynn like of course she by the way Lynn works at this place this is where she's currently trying to make money to stay afloat and Lynn sits down with uh Veretta Tony and Joan and she starts breathing heavily over Veretta's food when I saw this I'm like COVID you know of course this is this episode aired way 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 before the pandemic but I was just like nowadays you could not do that like people would freak out like you cannot breathe on people's food and so Beretta even points out you know you're I don't want you breathing over my food and so Lynn was like I'm sorry and so Joan asked like what's the matter and Lynn was like she takes a deep breath and starts she says you know I'm thinking about being homeless and the the friends don't they don't really worry about it and Veretta like finally was like can someone offer Lynn a room and both Joan and Tony look away Joan blinks and Lynn was like oh thank you Tony you're off the hook you know I'm staying with Joan because of course they're always at Joan's house or Lynn is always staying at Joan's house they've been like living together for years and so Tony's phone's ring, and it's her dad, and she's straight up saying, like, I'm so done with, you know, mom. Like, she's, like, complaining. And finally, Verda was, like, and she takes the phone, and she starts complaining about this Japanese restaurant. And she's, like, I'd rather had gone to Red Lobster. I feel like a lot of people would love to go to Red Lobster. Red Lobster is not my thing. I, I don't like seafood. Um, you know, in my city, uh, Red Lobster, the Red Lobster that we have is right next to the Olive Garden. So I would always go to the Olive Garden. I love, love Italian food, you know. And Veretta just become very noisy and so loud. And like Tony's just sad and Joan was like, okay, well, at least she's not drunk anymore. And Tony was like, I, well, at least I wish she was because then she would be passing out shortly. And Maya comes in and while she comes in, you can hear Veretta's loud voice. And Lynn uh, asks Maya like, uh, or tells Maya that her mom is upset about the fight and, you know, she should talk to her. And Maya's like, I'm not gonna talk to her. Like, I have nothing to say to her. And Joan says, you know, she's your mother. Like, she's not abandoning you. Like, she's literally living in the next county. And Tony was like, oh, you know, I wish I could send my mother away. Uh, and Maya was like, yeah, you wish that because you both don't like your mothers. And they're like, no, 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 we're, we're, we don't, we do like our mothers. We just, you know, want them from a distance, you know? And we go back to Tony's apartment and I believe this is like the day before Mother's Day. And uh, we see Veretta and she like tells Veretta, you know, I, I want to get you something for the Mother's Day brunch. Because um, I guess she doesn't, Tony just doesn't like what Veretta's style is. Veretta was like, you know, I'm good with a pantsuit. Like, I don't need you buying clothes for me for Mother's Day. And Veretta says, like, all she wants for Mother's Day is for Tony to stop acting like her mo mother embarrasses her. You know, Veretta knows that, you know, she embarrassed Tony. 
And Tony says, like, you know, you're loud, you know? And Beretta says, you know, Tony is, you're, you're I know you're big fla and flashy with your cards, your clothes, your jewelry. And Beretta accepts that. Um, but, you know, for her, she, she doesn't like to spend money on materialistic things uh, to feel special. You know, that, you know, that's not her business. And for me, I'm the same. I'm not into material little material things. I literally, I feel like I spend so little on my clothes. Like I don't, ha I, I wear the same clothes every single day. Um, you know, the car that I bought was not flashy, but you know, I did buy a car, but it's just like, I'm buying things at reasonable prices. I'm not spending a whole lot of money on designer clothes. So I understand Verda's point. And you know, she wants to stick with her pantsuit. And Tony says, oh, you think I'm special? And Verda was like, yeah, I've always thought of you as special. And Tony, you know, asked Verda, like, do you want to sleep t uh, together tonight? And she's like, yeah, for sure. So they go into bed together and the phone rings. And Verda was like, oh, I forgot, that's your dad. Uh, he's calling for phone sex, and Tony's like, ew, 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 and like she leaves. She's like, ew, that's disgusting. And so we end the scene right there. And so uh, we cut to Darnell is over at Maya's house, and he brings the the paperwork without Maya being there. And like Darnell tells you know Maya's mom like, can you cook some food for me right now? Because you know when Maya's mad, like she doesn't want to cook. And Maya's mom was like, you need to go home. And so it's Mother's Day and we're at Joan's Mother's Day brunch and they're getting ready for the brunch and Jabari is setting up the table and Jabari asks Maya like why am I doing this you know daddy says this is woman's work and Maya looks at Darnell so this is what you're teaching your son yeah no don't do that Darnell don't do that uh, so he's he goes up and says you know I would never say something like that to him and so then Maya goes, walks away and Darnell tells Jabari, like, why do you got to repeat everything I have to, uh, that I say? <laughs> so he's cold busted right there. Okay. And so the doorbell rings and it's mother's, uh, it's Maya's mother. And Maya tells Darnell, like, I need some time. And Maya's like tired of about this and she just wants to go into, she's like, I'm just going to wait in the car. And Joan was like, no, uh, Maya, sit down. And Maya was like, you're not my mother. And her mother says, well, I am and you need to sit down. And so she goes sit down and she tell, uh, Maya's mom tells Joan, talk to her, talk to her. So Joan and Tony go and talk to Maya and like, ask like, why are you hurting your mother like this? Uh, and like this, you want to spend the last few days with your mother that when she's here in town. And Maya starts to cry. And you know, I always think of Maya like she's she really portrays a person that is strong. She's not very that emotional. Like she just as I said, she's just ghetto and you know, she has a strong front basically. And you really see her break down. Like she starts her emotions come out, everything that's bottled in her comes out. I I feel like I'm like that. I try to I, I keep things in in myself and you know until it bottles up and then finally I break down and start crying and which is not great but I've just had the habit all my life since I was a child and that's what we see with Maya and she's in tears and she like she basically says I need my mom I'm going to miss her and uh all of a sudden her mom comes and hugs her and they, you know, they're, they're all emotional. And Veretta Olsen says, oh man, you're, I, I have some tears. It's messing up my mascara. <laughs> is that all she's thinking about is her makeup? Um, and so, 
Joan was like, you know, this makes me want to call my mother. So she goes in, goes to the phone. And Tony was like, this makes me want to hug my mother. And so they, she hugs Veretta. And we end, uh, well, of course, we end the episode with William uh, finding his mom with her eating the cake. And then the episode ends. This ends the episode of Girlfriends, My Mother, Myself. Uh, I loved watching this. this is, I just love Girlfriends. It's such a great show. Uh, Maya Brock Akil is a queen for creating this show. Um, it's just amazing to be able to rewatch the show again uh, and rewatch this episode. And as I said, uh, down the line, you know, maybe when after I'm done talking about the Cosby show and t- done talking about a different world, uh, maybe we'll get into Girlfriends. I would, it would be amazing to do that. So uh, a little fun fact is, and probably majority of you would know this, is Tracy Ellis Ross, who plays Joan Clayton, and Jennifer Lewis, who plays Veretta Childs, who plays, you know, Tony's mom, uh, also work together at this, the time that I'm recording, they're currently uh, working together on Blackish as Rainbow, Johnson, and Ruby, respectively. So a little fun fact. So like in this, in this episode, they're, you know, uh, Jennifer is playing uh, Tracy's friend's mom, but then uh, in Blackish, um, Jennifer is playing Tracy's husband's mom. So it's it's so weird to see it like that. Um, and we had uh, a lot of guest stars on this episode. So we have Khalil Kane. Uh, at this moment, he wasn't considered part of the main cast because he becomes part of the main cast later on. Uh, so he's in Girlfriends, of course, he wasn't in the first season, which, as I said, I didn't like. You know, Flex Al- Alexander, it, it, he was just not good for the role. I, I wish they had Khalil at the beginning of uh, the series. And he, so he plays Darnell. And uh, he's been in Juice, Living Single, Love Jones, Sister Sister, The Tiger Woods Story, Moesha, and For Girler Girls, which is a very dark movie, but I enjoyed it. Um, there is Charnel uh, Lee, who plays Mrs. Wilkes, which is Maya's mom. She's been in Sister Sister, a smart guy, being Mary Jane, the quad, honey, rise up and dance, what men want, just mercy. Uh, of course, we have Jennifer Lewis, who has a, a huge resume. Uh, let's start with uh, Sister Act 1 and 2 in Living Color, A Different World, po- Poetic Justice, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Living Single, The uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Preacher's Wife, The Jamie Foxx Show, Think Like a Man 1 and 2, um, Moesha, The the Brothers, uh, Medea's Family Reunion, Not Easily Broken, uh, Meet the Browns, The Boondocks, and Blackish. And then we have Harry Lennox, who uh, is played by, who played Earl. He's been in Mo Money, Living Single, Love and Basketball, uh, Barbershop uh, Barber 2, Back in Business, Ray, and the uh, in the series Insecure. Tanner Scott Richards, um, he hasn't done much acting. He played Jabari. He, the Girlfriends was actually his last uh, acting role. Don't know where he went uh, after the show. He actually stopped playing Jabari uh, in season seven. They end up having a different kid playing it, which I hated because he was, you know, not trying to be, um, what's it called, you know, with the t- skin tone, but he was a bit darker than uh, Tanner. 
um, and he just looked different. Uh, so it just, I didn't like it. But he, before Girlfriends, he was on ER and he was on a show called Mr. Show with Bob and David, which is crazy to think that, you know, that show starred Bob Odekirk. I've worked with Bob Odekirk. He, I, I was his assistant on a movie called Nobody, which came out about uh, a month ago. So if you haven't seen it, make sure to check it out. But it's so cool that he actually like worked with him and like I've worked with him. So it's, it's you know, the connection there is like weird, you know. And then there's Mecca Morgan White who plays Savannah who is the, the little girl that was, uh, the little white girl that was in the, in one scene. Uh, she hasn't really done much acting but she has been, she's made a lot of shorts and been part of a lot of shorts. So, Yeah. I want to wish you guys all of an amazing Mother's Day weekend. Um, and the next episode will be episode 37, The Cosby Show, season 2, episode 14, Vanessa's Bad Grade. And we're going to end this episode with a, a song by Tupac. Y'all should already know what the song is, which is called Dear Mama. See you all on the next one. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor than other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused, it was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day, running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was the black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Baby, don't you know love is Dear mama, you all appreciate it. Nobody tell us it was fair No love for my daddy cause the coward wasn't there He passed away and I didn't cry Cause my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger They say I'm wrong and I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father, he was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love I moved out and started really hanging I needed money of my own so I started slanging I ain't guilty cause even though I sell rocks It feels good putting money in your mailbox I love paying rent when the rent's too I hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you Cause when I was low you was there for me You never left me alone because you cared for me And I can see you coming home after work late You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate just working with the scraps she was given And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving But now the road got rough, you're alone you're Trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Baby, don't you know
dear mama. Dear mama, dear mama. 